Hello and welcome to Bot's World. Oh, I guess I, I can't talk loud because we. Welcome to Bot World by Radbots. Yeah, Bot World. Is it Bot World or Bot's World? Is it Radbots or Radbot? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll decide after this how we title it. Yeah. So uh, today's our first live video cast to the members of the Bots Group. Uh, coming to you from San Francisco. Yeah, from uh, our home base. Yeah, of Radbots. Yep. So we have a few topics we're going to be talking about. Hopefully we'll get through all of them in the next 20 minutes or so. Enterprise chatbots was hot at South by this, this last week. Was it this last week? Yes, it was last weekend. Um, we were here. Uh, we uh, Working. Working, but um, <laughs> we heard it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Dan's actually from uh, Austin area. Yeah, I'm actually from Houston, actually. Same, same thing. It's all one big state, Texas. Um, so, so anyways. So Enterprise chatbots. Let's, uh, let's talk about that and what was cool. What, do you have opinions on enterprise chatbots? So I think enterprise chatbots are actually pretty awesome in the fact that one, they're the least talked about besides the South by Southwest and they have the possibility for bringing in the most users and doing the most automation of larger processes. So I see AI being pivotal in any um, you know large scale company. So enterprise solutions with AI mixed in with automated chatbot conversations sounds beautiful to me. Yeah, I think enterprise chatbots make sense because you're building, if you are building deep learning models or machine learning models, you have a very specific scope, right? Mm -hmm. And so you can collect a lot of data in a very specific and narrow domain, uh, which makes it easier instead of like just trying to be a chatbot for everything, which... I mean, obviously, you need a ton of data to do that, right? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if you're a you know enterprise solution and trying to focus on that one narrow piece of the pie, like it's it can work fantastic, especially with your previous data that you've already gathered gathered on your users or on your um, you know like area of expertise. What uh, what enterprise, I guess, companies have have bots? You know, um, well, I really like to focus. And is it more like internal? Like internal bots? Well, there's internal solutions and there's um, external solutions that are used like Slack. You know, people think of that as, you know, a solution for some enterprise. But um, thinking Microsoft Teams is coming out mm. with, you know, like plenty of bot solutions. So we're talking strictly like integration in like a, a chat kind of experience. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Cool. Do you use any Slack bots? Um, I use Firefly.ai. Um, Fireflies is great. Yeah, so that's... Shout out to Sam. <laughs> Keep doing good work. Um, cool. I don't have any other opinions about enterprise chatbots yet. Well, um, if anyone does have opinions, uh, leave some comments and mm -hmm. tell us what enterprise solutions you use currently or what you know enterprise uh, chatbots are doing really awesome things. Um, yeah. Um, next up is... Bot to bot communications. Now, this has been a hot one, right? And it's one of your favorite topics. It is. I love evangelizing about this stuff, um, mostly because it started out as you know multi-agent systems and how they would interact. And now that we have chatbots, we're starting to think about well, how do platforms support them, and how do you get them to interact in such a way where your, I guess your your experience is almost seamless, right? Mm -hmm. So we start talking about bot-to-bot -bot communications. I think I dabble, if not a little bit, into the bot theory book. Maybe that's coming up next. Maybe that should be next. Um, I, I think that 
there are a couple of people working in the bot-to-bot -bot communication space, uh, and they all have different ideas of how it should work, right? Like, I think we, we have, like, three right now proposals on, on how that should work, whether it's, you know, and they all mean different things. So we have one where it's, uh, you know, you can stack bots together like Legos, and, like, their services connect on the back end to provide kind of a new experience on the front end. So you're basically, like, connecting bits and pieces of, of bots, and that's considered bot-to-bot -bot communication. Then people are thinking about, well, what happens if you stick one bot in another bot, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's bot-to-bot -bot communication. And then there's also another bot-to-bot -bot communication where how do you get a bot to talk to another bot to move the user down a funnel of intent, right? And so that's the one I'm most interested in right now. So uh, the other ones are, are pretty interesting, and they all solve it in different ways. Yeah. Um, it's But really, it, it's really like, I like to think of it as like a heterogeneous kind of experience, right? That should be seamless. So I can go to one concierge or another and, and get, get different experiences or get the same experience to the same service or different services and uh, have all my informa information coordinated and things like that, right? Yeah, adding discovery or adding, you know, the path and not ending in an awkward way, but can be going to continue the conversation in a valuable way that right. makes sense. And so for us, that helps kind of solve with, like, we're, we're building that stuff out with network, and uh, that helps kind of solve distribution and discovery at yeah. RadBots, right? So, um, you know, it's interesting to see how that's going to evolve as how the platforms adopt different. And I think even, like, David at uh, Horatio has mm -hmm. his own spec um, oh, yeah. that we haven't seen yet. David, if you're watching, let's, <laughs> let's hang out. Let's talk. Um, Should we name any other companies that are doing this? Or? Um, well, I, I've just named the biggest ones, mm. I think, or the yeah. biggest, like, ideas in it. Got it. Uh, so I think next for that, you know, it, it's up to the platforms. And we want to see, like, bots, you know, kind of almost platform agnostic, where you can hop from Facebook to, to Viber to WeChat to a website, and it's just, like, driving you to the places that you need to go, right? So if you're thinking of it previously in web 2.0 land, whatever you want to call that, you had Google that would kind of drive you to the website and drop you off, right? And then like kind of wave at you uh, as it, as it, after it dropped you off. And now you have bots which really will take you to the last mile. They'll like introduce you uh, to the lawn, you know, and take you inside and, and uh, show you the couch and show you where everything's at, right? So you have bots that really complete that last mile. And to have bots, like a bot-to-bot -bot experience in a multi-agent multi system where each bot has its own kind of, um, like, concern, yeah. right? Where each bot has delegated some responsibility. And uh, being able to keep state between those bots, I think, is kind of cool. And if you can do that, you know, across everything, then you start having a very cool kind of built in AI experience. And then you can start abstracting out cooler things like, you know, your personality, the personality of your bot stays the same, but it's able to interact with all these other agents behind the scenes, right? Yeah. This will also open up even bigger questions with like UX and how a person goes from mm. one bot to another bot or on one platform to another platform. And how do you keep that, you know, in sync without like ruining the experience of jumping or, you know, exploring. 
So we've seen in chatbots a little play with this where you might just have a chat conversation with the bot that goes back and forth, or you might show a web view inside the chatbot that allows you to quickly fill out a form. But how will that continue to evolve? Will you always stay in the same bot? Is that the best experience or, you know, something widely different than what we're even using right now? Yeah, it's interesting. Do you consider, like, all of those bots kind of your friends that you go to, like, one for some specific domain of information and resources, or is it just one know-it-all friend, right? Well, it's like thinking of, like, Siri or um, Google or Amazon Echo. You know, they want to own the conversation for everything, so I imagine they want you to stay inside of, you know, Echo and go through all these pieces. For voice, it's, you know, a simpler UX problem. It's how you get the conversation. Continue to go with actual chatbots on you know, Messenger. It's a completely different beast of how those things work. So hmm. um, as we evolve how a chatbot can actually work and how smart it is, I think, you know, we'll be simplifying into one um, one chatbot for a user that's your yeah. personal friend versus right. jumping, 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 because that's the nice thing. You don't have to download the software for each like an app. That's right. why chatbots are awesome. Um, and also why, you know, they have some flaws in the same time. So And I think that even extends further into like embodiment, right? Having your companion, your AI companion, uh, inhabit and understand and probably engage into everyday physical devices around you, right? So that you can kind of move the world with a whisper, so to speak, right? <laughs> Always plugging that one. Yeah. Okay. So I think we, we covered bot to bot. Is there anything you want to cover? Um, we can talk about bot UX in general. Okay, let's uh, let's go to well now that we've that been, one of our further yeah that one's kind of we'll, we'll the last one. We're done with so, that topic though. Okay, well if you have any comments or concerns about bot to bot communications and where that's headed, let us know. And in the next um, you know time we do this nice Facebook Live chat, um, we'll answer some of those questions also. Yeah. So bots as first-class citizens, I think... So what uh, does that mean? Right. So I'll set this up. Um, I think platforms are doing a great job embracing uh, bots, but not the greatest job. Mm -hmm. Like, I think we could go further, deeper, and more open in terms of how they... or what they enable bots to do and how, how widespread uh, bots can kind of integrate within the system itself, right? So if you've built a chatbot on Facebook, you know that you don't get very much user data, historical or otherwise, and if you've um, kind of engaged with a chatbot, you understand that, well, they're pretty limited in yeah. scope right now, right? And we'd like to see bots, you know, going back to embodiment and multi-agent systems, uh, we'd like to see bots kind of be a part of that experience, that first-class citizen experience where, um, you're almost there for the bot, and the bot is is literally a, a part of your experience. So, um, I think we kind of saw that maybe a little bit in West Westworld, okay. where they had conversational interfaces along with their like GUI interfaces. Um, so, I think that's pretty interesting. But you know, what does that future like really look like? I don't know. Like, do I walk out of my um, my house carrying like a wearable and then get into my my like uh, autonomous vehicle and like my bot takes over that and uh, it can control that and control all of my preferences and know basically everything about me, right? Yeah, so that's the question of would one device share your information with all other devices or will other devices be able to pull from 
you know, information about you as a person. Mm. So the fact that Facebook might, you know, be able to listen to your conversations or, you know, listen outside to, you know, how you talk and then use that information in some other place. Yeah, which might actually start speaking to security, privacy. Mm. Yeah, which is a huge concern, um, which it should be a huge concern with any type of, you know, you know, shared uh, information, but that's yeah. why, you know, you just do it as transparent and open as possible and try to, you know, you know, build a community that's, you know, about, like, trust and safety versus just building. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, you know, talking about just openness, there's uh, blockchain tech that bots can kind of, mm. kind of tap into. Like, if we're talking about, you know, having not really a federated database experience, but having open access uh, to a consensus of, like, widespread data distributed in some way. Uh, the blockchain isn't encrypted itself. You yeah. can store encrypted information off of it. Yeah, so most people, when they think about blockchain, they think of one specific coin with blockchain. Bitcoin. Right, right. Bitcoin and... Uh, What's the other one? The Ether. Um, Ethereum. Ethereum. Yeah, yeah Ethereum is the other one. Uh, Ethereum's cool, and it kind of has this concept of autonomous agents acting mm -hmm. on the, the blockchain. And uh, over the last couple of days, I was reading about um, homomorphic encryption, which I think is cool and we should probably mention. It allows computation to be carried out on ciphertext, so it generates an encrypted result, which decrypted which, when decrypted, matches the result of operations performed on plain text. Basically, what that means is you can have, you can stack operations and services onto um, bots, or, or what the transactions are happening on bots. Um, so you basically can store transactions out in the open and encrypted, mm -hmm. and um, have bots act in uh, an encrypted manner, and you would get the results that you want, right? So. Um, just speaking towards that autonomous kind of world and, uh, you know, if we want bots as first-class citizens and being pervasive, it's almost as if they need open access, right? Yeah. So all the way down the stack to the operating system, controlling hardware, native bots, um, I think that's kind of trying to unlock the full potential, right? So do you think that'll open up a new type of devices that are going to have to be created for this? When yeah. most people think of native, they, they're thinking of their iPhone or Android. Yeah, absolutely. I think it opens up a whole host of devices that act in concert, you know, speaking of Internet of Everything and Internet of Things and specifically having devices that can create, you know, deep learning models and, and can also reuse models that mm -hmm. other devices have created so that they can you know, learn more, be aware, and do more long-term. I think that's kind of, would make bots a first-class citizen, especially in my life, right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very, very exciting to see uh, that, that become a reality. Yeah, and they're talking about putting TensorFlow on your cell phone, right? Like, when I was doing research into that, uh, the head of AI at Google was trying to get um, deep learning uh, models running on his Raspberry Pi, which we were also looking into, mm -hmm. like the GPU part. So a lot of big, important people in the industry are looking towards mobile solutions now for deep learning and machine learning. So I think that's kind of a pretty good signal where we're headed, right? Yeah, and I mean, it makes sense because there's, you know, there's not an infinite amount, but almost everyone has some type of 
mobile device, and when you think of yeah. chatbots, like even more people are able to access chatbots in some way. So being able to bring all that together and share that data in some ways, you know, it's far far more data than we've ever had as humans. Yeah, yeah. So now it's your topic, bot UX. Oh, we have one more topic, no. but we'll do bot UX first. Oh, bot UX. So. Um, have you played? Do you have opinions on Bot UX on different platforms, or what? What is the theme of Bot UX? So, Bot UX really. Um, what's really interesting, I actually want to know topics of people um, what they want to know about Bot UX. Um, I have a background as a director of UX and UX blah 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 in my past past life. So I love talking about user experience and understanding how it fills the user's needs um, with UX in bots. Uh, you see, um, I'm, what's really great that I've seen over the last few months are people are doing shorter conversations when chatbot users are coming into the coming into a new chatbot versus these long stories that give you overall, um, you know, aspect into the bot. But it's really overkill. So simpler messaging has been great. Um, I also love that there's other ways that we're actually doing forms versus a standard, you know, back and forth. I talked about this previously. Um, when we're talking about different platforms, um, I think Messenger's like doing a great job in how they handle chat. Um, some other ones that are more standard, like uh, Kick, it feels like it's a little harder to have a conversation, um, and how they you know limit their messages. But um, yeah, what um, do you have like a chatbot that you use right now that you really think has a great user experience? Um, the majority of chatbots that I use right now are on Messenger. And I will speak a little bit about the Messenger platform and um, my bot building experience on there. Okay. Um, so I think that, you know, as you know, like Facebook recently kind of changed their, the way they, well, they added some options, let's say that, yeah. right? Where you can disable chat um, and move towards like, kind of almost like instant app is what people are calling it, where you have you know, little buttons where you have a minimum amount of options that you can take, right? So instead of, so it, it's, it's kind of plays off of your like um, managing the conversation from the bot perspective where you're making uh, requests uh, smaller, like yeah. where you located, San Francisco, California, right? Um, instead of requiring the user to enter into some narrative and exhaustively try to parse that from the bot side, um, you minimize it, right? And so they said, basically, what I think is, well, if that's already the case, you can ask questions like that, but you also want to minimize other things. So, you know, little common buttons are are a thing that I think they're moving towards, right? Like, which is funny to me because that becomes more like an app for a phone or right, instant apps, right? Yes. So, uh, is that still a bot? Like, when is a bot not an app? Right? When is an app not a bot? Like, well, the real question is, what is a bot? I mean, is we don't use the word chatbot as much. We like to use the word bot because bot means a lot more things. Right. Does a chatbot just mean you're having a conversation, a messenger, and you say a comment, and then it says a comment back, and then you say a comment to keep that? Or is it something bigger? I think a bot is you talking to some form of AI or some machine that is learning from your conversation and going back and forth. Um, that is our 20-minute time. Uh, but but what, you can keep going. You can yeah. close it up. We'll, we'll close up. So um, 
it really the idea of what is um, like the evolution of a bot because right now if we say you know a chatbot is just you say a response and someone says a response back or something then we've had that technology for 30 years and you can think back to AIM back in the 90s that's what it did so the idea of adding more features and adding more intelligence through other features I think that fits nicely into a chatbot so if you're building out um, a company that has, I guess, models as a service that helps chatbots become smarter in some specific domain or whatever you're building uh, and you're trying to make chatbots smarter, we'd love to hear from you because uh, we want to start throwing together kind of maybe a, a how-to on how to build smart chatbots, right? Yeah. So it's up to us as a community to really carry that flag, right? Really go further and build better chatbots. And that means smarter chatbots and more utility within the chatbots. And to that point, uh, just one last comment about the UX. Even though there's standards for you know how what best practices for chatbot, the UX should really be focused on who your users are. So your chatbot hypothetically should be completely different from another person's chatbot because you have that understanding and learning. So you should use tools to understand and learn from your users versus just making wild assumptions. So um, you know. Don't always just follow what someone else is doing in the chatbot industry. Like, try to, you know, learn from real users. Cool. All right. Well, next time we'll cover jobs and social media and government and architecture. Chatbot architecture. I think next level architecture is awesome. coming. Yeah. So do you have any announcements that you'd care to make? Uh, we have an event on Thursday in San Francisco, the future of bots. Dan is going to be... Yeah. doing the panel and awesome stuff with it. We so. have some awesome panelists. Um, the uh, Knowledge Navigator uh, creator, who basically, it was Apple's dream of putting bots as first-class citizens in its operating system, I think, in the like mid-'80s, right? So they've been thinking about this for a while, and um, we're going to have a couple of authors on board that have also been thinking about smart things, and... Um, IOT and how you can have autonomous agents run your life. And if you want to come out, uh, we'd love to have you socialize with us and think about the future. And are, do you have any? And we'll, we'll be sharing it um, live as we can as well. So we'll make sure that you can see this on here as well. Yeah. So hope to get turnout on the bots group as well. Cool. All right. I think that's it for us. So see you next week. We're doing this once a week. This is Bot World. And I'm Dan. Nathan, which we should... Yeah, we should have done that in the first place, yeah. They know. Oh, time machine. Uh, so we'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye.